Hello friends, I just wanted to come on and say that we did have a few technical difficulties and there is a little bit of static throughout this episode. For the next episodes, it should be gone. I did get a new microphone and we edited out the worst of it and we tried to tone down what we could. So we hope it's not too bothersome and we appreciate you listening and supporting our podcast. Hello, this is Kirsten. This is Joshua. And we have a fill-in for Kyla today, my sister. Hi, I'm Rachel. This is The Weird and the Suspicious. That's weird. That's suspicious. So, I'm going to start from the beginning. And so, like, I have an ex-boyfriend, and we were both doing, like, a whole bunch of, like, research on how, like, spirits can communicate and hurts is how they communicate if you like look into it which is like sound waves and like pretty much like waves like that radio stations would be on and stuff like that and so we were doing all that research like we watched a bunch of videos and like listened to a bunch of like weird sound clips and stuff like that and then i was in the car my mom the next day and the radio radio just got like super loud like out of nowhere and like this is not like something that is just going to turn up on its own like it's a you have to touch it for it to do that pretty much yeah. unless something crazy is happening right so mom said when that happened she's like well someone's trying to talk to us if someone wants us to hear them which was just really weird because she had no idea that i was like doing yeah. all the research on <laughs> <clears throat> like how spirits just, like, communicate count, like oh it's the spirits very often <laughs> yeah well she was just like someone's trying to like grab our attention and <clears throat> so the next day that same day actually i went back to his house <clears throat> and the crazy thing is is you already know this but they have a brother that passed away and he's the brother of the one who had passed away um worked with yes he worked with somebody who I guess their wife was a psychic, but the older person did not know this. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's okay. And so he got a call from that guy that he worked with and pretty much said that, like, my wife said that your brother is, like, standing outside of my house right now, like, trying to communicate with you. And the thing that made me, like, think that this lady was, like, legit is because she's not a person who really practices that kind of stuff because she said that it scared her because it's so like obviously i believe once you get into it it's hard to decipher out of it basically everything yeah and decipher like who's like actually the person you're talking to and like if it's someone just trying to trick you it's more spirits than like the one person you're trying to get yeah so the older brother was like ask what the middle name is and she was like i'm not gonna do that because that's just gonna attract spirits that are gonna try to confuse you so pretty much there was a huge like message behind this like contact and like them getting a hold of the older brother and all of that and the reason that it's so like strange is because the brother that had passed away had said that he was like seeing things and like i remember that i remember someone from school telling yes me that he told him a bunch of that yes stuff. and both of the brothers the one that i dated and the older brother like told me that they all kind of had similar experiences with that like they all kind of saw stuff and it was like they saw the same things pretty much and i don't know if you know this but their like grandparents had one of the first houses established in the town Mm -hmm. of plainwell so like in that house there used to be seances and stuff done all the time like their grandparents that's kind of creepy yeah no it is (laughs) i talk about stuff like that (laughs) no like they legitimately like that was like a thing and if you like i went and looked at the pictures on like the property website of the house and like you could see like orbs all in the pictures and like i think that that has a lot to do like i feel like that can be generational you know what i mean like 
if they're yeah if things happen like in the house and they stay there just, yeah even if you're a new family coming in exactly then it affects everyone and yep a lot of times that kind of stuff um you hear about it like even just attaching to the family Ex itself. exactly so even if you leave the house like I think that like the fact that people are like open to that kind of stuff like more sensitive I guess I think that is like a lot of like you see a lot of people that are like oh our whole family's a psychic and you're like I don't want that <laughs> but well, it's just pretty crazy because not, but like not in the same kind of way that some like some of it fine but like in the way that some psychics have they're like everyone in my family has like some extent to like but like varies in different abilities I guess yeah that makes sense yeah like there is, it's very, it's not just like people being able to talk to spirits. It's like, you know, like or astral projecting like and like, yeah. like, Ooh, like be, being able to like read palms, you know, it's all similar things, but it's like more specific. You know what I mean? But the point of that. You usually only can do like one or two and not just right. everything. Exactly. It's a gift for a reason. Like it's specific to one thing. But the lady that called said that the brother that had passed away was pretty much reaching out to her to warn the other two brothers. And she drew a picture of something and sent it like over text. And it was like the best way I can describe it. Um, pretty much the only way I can explain it because I have seen this and I'm not like so like how you said like people have like those psychic abilities like i can't see things but i can feel when something is like it's like wrong. bad yeah like the energy like and i could like feel it so hard to the point to where i could even pinpoint where it's coming from but not yeah. based on what i'm seeing but based on like what i'm feeling yeah i feel like i have that too like at grandma's house for a while i not so much as on our like later teens but i feel like growing up her house was always like just a safe place as far as like feeling oh yeah oh yeah but like i said i don't see things very like that is one of the few times that i have seen something was actually at their house and the best way i can explain what this thing looked like is kind of like a dementor from harry potter like i'm like it had no facial mannerisms like what like slender man <laughs> i don't know what it does just a black figure, like a very om ominous, like black figure. Like there was no facial features. Does that make sense? Like there was no like distinctive face. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with mentor. Okay, got it. You knew like a, like a black orb of energy, pretty much, is, but it has the shape of like a creature or like I guess you could say like a human being, but so, so it was the, similar to like a human being. The the shape of the body, yes. Oh, uh, but just uh, overall, like, really weird proportions and, yes. and, like, no face. Have you ever seen yep. stuff about, like, the shadow people? Yes, yes, actually. And it's, that actually is, like, ringing a bell. I feel like that's what the two brothers called that, honestly. Because they did say something about the Slenderman, too. Yeah. But not, they were two different things, so they weren't, like, They're kind of, like, the same mixing thing. the two together. Probably. Okay. So the picture that that girl sent that she, she drew a picture of pretty much saying that like she could see what was inside of his like his head. What he what he was trying to tell his brothers and it was just a picture of that shadow person. The yeah. Shadow people. And she told the older brother like he said that <clears throat> and this is kind of creepy honestly like that you're in charge of like who you let into your home and your mind and stuff like that but the reason that was so weird is because we watched a lot of videos and stuff about that and like it's just really weird that it like went like all within days yeah of each other all of that stuff you guys happened. were watching videos like, it, and then mom it was almost like we manifested oh, yeah, it i can see that because like that's his brother you know what i mean and so he must have some sort of interest in it, possibly for that reason. And then for everything to just, like, really happen in the sequence that it did. Like, it's, it wasn't a coincidence, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, I think a lot of that goes through... Um, it's like when you believe in something, you're more susceptible to it. And even in the same thing about, like... 
being on the same wavelength and what you said earlier about how they communicate like through waves it's the same reason how like back in the day when things were slightly less uh, clean like animals would react to phone calls before they came through because you can sense right. that something is coming because like the prerequisite stuff like the waves that were going through the like wires, literal yeah. waves it's also kind of like how animals can sense cancer exactly it's like a different kind of like thing that you can be too well into. and it's really weird that they have that and they are also known for being able to sense yeah exactly too. and it's just a wavelength and it's just something that like there's a lot of stuff in the power of belief and mm-hmm. like well and also you... like how you couldn't how you haven't seen anything i mean ann and i did when we were really young um right after grandpa died um but other than that like i don't think anyone's really seen anything but i think being around people that could like kind of like opened your yeah because my boyfriend at the time could and like everybody like his all the brothers saw the same stuff and that's just like yeah really i'm gonna weird. say like, allegedly said, they attached allegedly, allegedly saw all the same okay stuff. yeah <laughs> yeah we we okay, don't have yeah. all of their inputs so <laughs> yeah, this is just my own personal story and things that I was told yeah, by the yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> everything you have to take with a grain of salt. Yeah, I just want to say allegedly for like everything because like I even put that in mind because yeah. like just in case. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, they are from our town. They could definitely hear this story. <laughs> but hey, they were all there for it and can back it up. It was <laughs> probably one of the craziest spiritual things that I've experienced because, well, like I am a Pisces in the psychic stuff really, yeah. really, really interests me. Are you into zodiacs? So to I actually done a be lot of research on it on my own. I know that I am a Gemini, and that oh. is about the extension. That's nice. I'm a Taurus. Look at all of us. Hey, it's like my sister's a Gemini, so you're just like the other one. <laughs> and just another weird little like side thing, just to kind of like. So you remember that weird movie about like the mirror and like spirits and stuff? And the guy was like, oh. "Yes, <laughs> no, that's I don't think I've I'm... seen that." Yep, nope, that's what I'm talking about. Well, one of the brothers actually said that there was this mirror that came from the old farmhouse, and oh, oh he felt I like there was something that farmhouse. It's creepy. Yeah, he said there's something weird about that mirror, and that it looks haunted. Pretty much, that his mom will not get rid of the mirror. Oh. And he thinks that that's really weird yeah. because it's but like... But also, it could be sentimental. Yeah, but like almost like getting <laughs> mad, like like scary, like like very like defensive. Like yeah. attachment. Yeah. Like that. a weird... Yes, exactly, for, for exactly. I don't know. I'm guessing you haven't seen the movie. I, I don't, don't think I have. I'll go watch it. Um, The dad in it, it's, it comes up eventually because in that the mirror is haunted and that's the whole okay. surrounding of the movie. What it's is it on? Maybe I'll make Alan watch it with me. It is on Hulu. 10 out of Perfect. 10. Very much recommend the movie. One of my favorite go-tos. Is it newer? Uh, no. Okay. I watched one recently about mirror stuff that was newer, and it was kind of creepy, and well, it was on Hulu. And if you don't know this, but there's a lot of, pretty much, I'm not going to say, like, that all spirits obviously are bad, but, like, just history-wise and, like, as far as, like, stories and stuff, like, yeah. mirrors are a big thing. Yeah. Well, you're not supposed to put to a mirror. With... We've talked about this. You're not supposed to put a mirror at the end of your bed. There's all this stuff. I have one at the end of mine. Oops. Mirrors creep me out. Yeah. Well, and, well, in mourning, when they used to have funerals in people's homes and stuff, they would have to cover up all the mirrors <gasps> oh, and I, stuff. Oh, I read that that was, oh, what is this from? I heard it from somewhere that there's, like, a thought with that of, like, when, all, like, same idea if you're, like, about to give birth so that, like, the souls don't go through the mirrors. Yeah. yeah, so I thought that was really, really weird that they have all that history with, yeah. I don't want to say witchcraft, but for intent and purpose, I'm going to say that, or Wiccan beliefs, you know, pag- paganistic, yes, yeah, so with all that What you
It's the opposite in that though. No, that's like opposite because it's almost, well, they're trapped in it, yes, but it's almost like, to me, it kind of seems like it's, like it's it's the bridge the bridge between you know our our spiritual dimension and the spiritual dimension of the after like yeah. voodoo wicca paganism so like they are trapped i wonder how much of that is like because like on... what i was saying like with again, the mirrors and like spirits and, and stuff like that like a lot of people like I, the ghosts and spiritual I things that don't involve, quote me like, on this but from my memory i'm pretty sure that it was like, like almost like a power of belief and that kind of thing it, i wonder if mirrors are just okay kind of like on your last episode like it can get lost in translation kind of you know what i mean like there's different meanings whatever so in one sense like it's like it traps it's like the connecting thing and like the thing that spirits can get from, through or communicate like, the through beyond, is the mirror like, and then in the movie mirrors and, like, that's where the like spirits that. would be well, trapped in the mirror movie mirrors you isn't they it kind could, of like like lure people to different? the mirror and like the pretty much get them to like do pretty crazy things in that movie like drive them insane pretty much you know what i mean sorry that was my nails yeah. on the microphone somebody mixed in <laughs> yep my story is on marie laveau okay i don't know if anyone knows who that is it's the voodoo queen from new orleans um there is a lot of different things of when it said she was born i think most people say it was 1801 but in her obituary it said that she died at 98 years old so that would be in the 1700s but from 1791 to 1801 to 1881 so she lived 80 to um but she was born in new orleans known as the voodoo queen okay, she was known for healing the sick and for being selfless Gifting the poor, overseeing spirits, spiritual rights. I don't know what that means. Spiritual yeah, rights are like last rights. It's like a step that's like after you die, they believe like certain processes okay. need to go through to make so like sure in, that you like go to the correct like in vampire place diaries or like don't get trapped. When they put the bones it. into the ground, what is that called? I, like they I, do like a little thing to like, like to connect the bones to the ground. We'll say something like that. <laughs> something along those lines. I'm not positive, but it's just basically trying. Well, it's like to how there's like ghosts. purgatory and shit, and it's like making the sure they go. And stuff. It's like because like, I know. So I'll touch back onto that. So doing that. Um, so we'll go touch slightly into her life, and then we'll go into the voodoo and what it is. So she was married. Her first husband. Um, he was, I think. I don't know who he was. Apparently, he was very beautiful. Um, but then he left, and then they had, I think, two kids together from what I've seen. And he left, so then she, like, referred to herself as Widow Paris, which if you Google Widow Paris, because I was like, what, is that a reference to something? No, she just made it up. It's literally her. <laughs> um, and she later, quote-unquote, remarried, um, but it was to a white man, and she was Creole. So she, it was, like, a mix between native black french sometimes spanish just all that stuff um so but they couldn't marry like blacks or and white people couldn't marry back then so like they were married by common law do you know what that is um i do i want to say that it's like not real but they just everyone it's not real anymore it is yeah it's not real anymore but it is so like essentially it is it is only in some states because um it is in michigan after six After years, six of, years of being together somebody. and living together domestically, you're de- you're just considered married. So like okay. you don't, it's like legally married, but like if you're doing like taxes and stuff, it's like, like you go- they see you as married. married. Yeah. Just no yeah. So they had you function as a married. So they couple. had kids. So they had several kids. Only two ended up surviving, but I think she had fifteen kids just by him. So in to- in total, she had seventeen kids, and I think four survived because that was during the time of the yellow fever. But she was born. I was gonna say because, like, also this time was time of slavery, and I was like, okay, like if you like think about Mary Laveau or Marie Laveau and all the stuff that she does, like, you, she's not a slave. Like, you just know she's doing too much to be a slave. Um, <laughs> but she was born a free woman, and pretty sure her grandma bought her mom. So by the time, like, bought her freedom. So by the time she was born, they were both free. 
um i think her house that she got which you can go and visit today was part of like that deal like she also bought a house for them in 1808 it became illegal that's when they're like you can no longer import slaves so like that's like you can do still do slave trade just like within the country your country you couldn't get them from like out of country as technically but like people were obviously still doing that um <laughs> yeah and then so in new orleans it was kind of like for especially for that time like there was a lot of areas where like like people had a little bit more freedom like even like i guess some slaves like could go to like meet up with each other in certain spots in new orleans like they had spots set aside for people like to do that as progressive as people are <laughs> yeah and it's like you can't be free but if you want to like talk to some people i guess I that's guess. fine they allowed it it's a shame um and then her second husband so apparently he was like really like high up he was french so he was white um and they together they did own slaves so i know part of it he was part of the slave trade before they got together and then after they got together they were said to have sold and traded eight slaves um, they said there's no record to how they treated them, but it was said that their home was part of like a southern base for the Underground Railroad, and she was known to give slaves charms slash protection for, for their journey to freedom. Um, they made their last slave in 1854, but also many think that the reason why they were doing the slave trade was to try to like cover up the fact that they were helping, you know what I mean? Because like he was white and they owned slaves, yeah. so if you're like, oh, we're just going to stop doing this and once he married a black girl they'd be like "Ooh, are you part of this stuff so many believe that they took part in it just to keep it under wraps that they were like helping people escape and become freedom or become freedom become freedom well <laughs> same be free <laughs> um okay so and the voodoo it comes from Dahomey, Dahomey, I don't know how you say it. It was a West African country, which is now known as Benin. And it is the birthplace of voodoo, essentially. Um, they write it V-O-D-U-N, but I read that the pronunciation was the same. So mm. I don't know if that's true. Well, I've also heard of like hoodoo. That's kind that of like voodoo, similar? yeah. Um, but that's more of like the voodoo in New Orleans specifically, I think. Okay. Um, so pretty much it's like a spiritual system where they like there is a god, but there's multiple gods and like different levels of gods too. I thought someone was coming into your house. <laughs> that scared me. <laughs> so they worship spirit, but they also worshiped like the natural parts of the world. And because of that, that's where they got into like the herbs and ground. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I can't talk to them or read almost like potions and yeah like, like, that, like herbal and that kind of like and then it says or embodied in fetish objects of worship a belief that ancestral spirits shared the physical world along with the living all creations were said to be divine so it was believed to help hold powers of the divine and then that's how they got into herbal remedies and talismans are also what they call fetishes um, there are statue, statues, dried animal parts, and some just regular mundane objects. They were used a lot and sold them. They had um, spiritual re rejuvenating properties and said to heal. Some people were able to cast spells and call upon spirits. Often animals, animal sacri sacrifices were a way to show respect to the gods. Um, and obviously that, like that's when the West african religion was brought over and that's where it kind of like a lot of slaves like stuck onto that because they were erasing everyone's like history like they're like you can't speak your own stuff your own right. language and all that stuff so they kind of like some of them grasped onto that but that's what her mother's to, like hold on to their culture yeah, that's what her mother's religion was was voodoo um but she was um born catholic born and raised catholic Wow. Uh, so it was practiced in New New Orleans, but it wasn't exactly the same as like what was what it originally came from. It kind of changed in West Africa, obviously, because like everything is being stripped away, and they're trying to grasp onto what they can. Stuff's gonna change, and naturally. 
Um, so root work was used commonly, and that is like Gregory, G-R-I-S, G-R-I-S, Grizz-Grizz, Gregory. I'm guessing Gregory. Gregory, Gregory. No, it is Gregory. Like Gregory. Like you. And then Juju. Which? No, hold on, hold on. Is it like Gregory bad? It just says Gregory or Juju. Um, people would use conjurers to get protection through day-to-day things, love, political, etc. Most people did voodoo <clears throat> for good. Not very many of them did it for bad. But I think there's like things. Um, so back to her. Her father was uh, a plantation owner, and so he had m- like many other people, kids with his slaves. And she grew up there, and she actually studied and was su- very educated, apparently. And she became to. I said that wrong. She studied to be a hairdresser, and when. In between when her first husband disappeared and her next husband, that's when she was doing hairdressing and she was like doing a lot of like surprisingly for the times a lot of white wealthy women's hair and I think that's how she got like some of her clientele and like she was like the girl in town for all the gossip because all these people would confide in her and tell her stuff that tell her about their love lives, tell them like probably about political things. So what any typical customer with a hairdresser does yeah literally and she even done, did a lot of like creole women's hair too i'm gonna have to edit me just saying um out no no just leave it in keeps the oh and then she was also a nurse which th- being a nurse back then included doing minor surgery um and apparently like, she stopped doing hair when she had all of her kids a lot of them didn't make it um like i said because of yellow fever and she apparently went to mass every single Sunday and she encouraged others to do so. And she was, ex- but I think when her mother died, she became, they don't say exactly when, but some people think that like when her mother died is when she started getting into voodoo, trying to like connect to her past and communicate with her. Yeah. Um, and throughout history in Louisiana, it was banned, banned a bunch of different times. So I think because like the Catholic, the Catholics, kind of like seen it as like a weird thing and that's how it has like its sinister reputation she learned from um a voodoo doctor and his name was john bayou bayou b-a-y-o-u and by 1930 she was the voodoo queen and so there's still like high priestesses and stuff in voodoo in new orleans and even though she's dead she's still the considered the voodoo queen um, sh- almost like an elder huh yeah almost like an elder yeah. um and she kind of like conjoined both the catholic practices and voodoo together so that makes sense if she, cause she was said to be also like a devout catholic person well that's actually really awesome though because those are like almost based on stigma like almost opposite yeah. things when i think a lot of people she didn't was in- true to yeah. the things that were a lot of, I think a lot of people, like a lot of white people were like, oh, it's bad. They're killing people and stuff. And like, I mean, animal sacrifices, maybe animals, maybe not. Who knows? I couldn't find. Yeah, but, but, but with that being said, how could, sorry, how could people be so offended by that? Because in the Bible, they do like animal sacrifices yeah, and shit. Yeah, true. Exactly. It's I'm glad you said that because <laughs> people are probably going to come on here and be like, ah, <laughs> No, it's a big nope, part of nope, a yeah, lot it, of religions, especially the Old Testament. Yeah, yeah. It's a very big the part Old of the Testament Old Testament. And a lot of, um, I think, like current Christians and like people that are in, I'm not going to say the Catholic Church entirely because I don't know that as No, because well. it is different. A little but bit. yeah, they um, <laughs> kind of <laughs> tried to separate themselves from like voodoo and like. Well, there's different other branches religions. of Christianity yeah. too, so. Um. um but a lot of that like kind of things that may or may not be considered like in the vein of witchcraft they've kind of separated themselves from yeah and i think that's about the time when they were starting to do a lot of that which sacrifices i don't think were like main for dream for a while but but... when when were the salem witch trials wasn't that earlier than that? Uh, I think that was the 1600s, but I'm not positive right off the top of my head. I'm going to Google it. Witch trials, okay. Um, 1692, yeah. 
So, but also that was so much like farther, uh, like north. Oh, different yeah. region of the US. United States. Back then, all of the pockets, we didn't have things. <laughs> Those were like pilgrim us, so. ages, wasn't it? I could yeah. be wrong saying that. I don't know. I struck very well like that. Okay. Um, but she would provide protective um, spiritual objects, candles, powder, and advice. She used dance and music and singing and used snakes to connect with the spirits. She led a public voodoo ritual and ceremonies, often in the Congo Square. And, okay, sorry. It keeps cutting Rachel out. Okay, so, um, where we left off. She used to lead public voodoo rituals and ceremonies, often in Congo Square and Mason Blanc, which also literally just means the White House, but not like the actual White House, just a White House in New Orleans. Um, and she would also hold meetings oh, at this mansion. It was said to hold secret voodoo meetings, which probably like in the times when it was like illegal and also would be a spot where white men could meet up with black women. So, you know, <laughs> doing shady shit makes sense. Um, and then she would also do a lot at her house on Ann Street or St. Ann Street. Um, and Congo Square is where they would, mo- on most Sundays, dance and sing and have, like, their own, like, mass kind of type thing. Pause. Um, so, what's the last part you heard? The Congos. Oh, wait, no, and how they would, um... Hold like where, hold like their own mask yep. thing there. Okay. Yep. So perfect time. Um, major ceremonies and initiations would happen at Lake Pontchartrain. Pontchartrain. That's how you say it. Um, and spirit processions would also happen happen there. And this is where like the white people would try to like sneak and try to like see what was happening, and then they would go back and be like, "Oh, they cut off people's arms," even though that's not what they did. They, like, over-exaggerated the things that were really happening. Yeah. They were super dramatic about it, like usual. Um, And she performed exorcisms and often sacrifices, allegedly. Newspapers would often refer to her and bash her, saying, calling her an old hag. Um, Many people feared her, but they also, like, believed what she was doing was true. So, like, a lot of them, like, feared her and respected her and also went and like sought her for help and wouldn't like i guess quote-unquote double cross her i'd just be like what would she do to me although i kind of don't think she was bad no no though she had a bad stigma (laughs) and most people believed that she could actually do what she said she could do yeah well and like okay so i want to add also she lived until she was like 80 to maybe 90 and the life expectancy back then was 40 years old so she was like (laughs) double what most people did so she was like she she knew that medicine worked that medicine worked yeah she knew something but she also did a lot of good like i said she would help sick people and like help poor people i think probably a lot of stuff like that was like a trade chickens type things like it wasn't just like straight money trade and barter yeah um apparently she didn't make really good money off this though um allegedly so it was said that she walked around with a bow constructor around her shoulders and his name was zombie or zombie wow i'm stupid um unless it is pronounced zombie but that is zombie right (laughs) i'm not positive it, it doesn't have the E at the end. It's zombie without the E at the end, so it could be different. Um, but she would have three peppers in her mouth, and she would infuse them with her intentions. And to get this guy off of death row, she put one under the presiding judge's seat, um, or all of them, I mean. And then she would name. She nailed a cow's tongue under the seat of the prosecutor, and apparently that impaired his speak. And by doing that, he couldn't like perform argue his point well and the man got off so that's one thing that that was like one of the most well-known stories i tried to find things that like things that she did specifically like rituals that she did but there Mm -hmm. is not much about it probably because a lot of stuff wasn't on paper back then and a lot of stuff wasn't on paper like even if she was educated she probably didn't know how to read or write well and it was like a not it was like a people like judged it and stuff 
stuff. So like that's not something that you would probably want to keep exactly. records like of. You know what I mean? I people of the town cut wouldn't... a snake's head off, writing that down to my journal. That right, that... like, <laughs> like people probably tried to cover it up, like people in the town and like. I think most people, people were just like. Anything. I even think the police kind of feared her, though. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think people were messing with her that much. Exactly. But also. Like, there's what it was in the newspapers, but it was more just being, like, calling her an old hag rather than just be like, she cut off people's arms and legs. Um, exactly. I don't think she would do human sacrifices, but who knows? Snakes were often used in many religions, and they represented strength in the circle of life, death and rebirth. In voodoo, allegedly, they would get a sna- they would get snake blood, specifically straight from the artery, and put it in a drink slash food to a victim to make snakes grow inside them, and I guess eventually to kill them. Hmm. This isn't what she did. This is just like what people thought people did in voodoo, and maybe what other people that was like, I do voodoo. We're gonna do this. People that claimed it or just... Yeah, well, there was other practices, like Mm. practicers, I guess. Is that what you would call it? Practitioners? Practitioners? That's probably right. Um, And then another one, if you wanted someone to get sick and die, you'd tie their hair around the snake and then bury the snake in that person's backyard. And then apparently they would slowly get sick and die. Um, Also, like, are you killing the snake with that? You're... Stuff oh yeah, I would assume the, the snake. snake would. Yeah, I mean, oh, but they snakes didn't go die. underground. They burrow underground. Snake holes. I mean, maybe, but also. But if it if it insinuates someone else dying, I'm gonna assume I that the snake I'm probably assume dies. That a snake being, also, maybe like, not all snakes can live something. underground. Maybe only and some. I feel like they make their own homes. They're not just like, okay, let's bury you now. Yeah. Like forest. <laughs> and um. So some people believe that snakes were bad, and I think that's why snakes it sound like are like serpents. They're like, oh, snakes, like bad, bad juju, you know. Well, that just goes back to like biblical Adam and Eve. Yep, slavery, yep, like, the snake, snake and bad. the devil. And... Yeah, well, <laughs> and that's what part of like a lot of the religions. Like I know, in like India, India, some religion in India. I don't know all of them. I'm sorry. Um, they believed that snakes were good, and there was a temple in West Africa, and this, like, the regular <coughs> voodoo, voodoo, I don't know how you say it, is still practiced, and they have a temple of pythons, and then it's a sacred shrine and a place of worship. Oh, just kidding. The sacred shrine and also a place of dozens of royal pythons. They are free to roam inside of the place, inside the walls and apparently there's just a bunch of them and whatever royal pythons mean i'm unsure um there were signs of good fortune peace prosperity and wisdom and i would like to say that i feel like that's how marie also thought of snakes um well, she and, was said to have a snake like with her yeah and she didn't kill that times, snake she was so. just like this is my little friend mm-hmm. A little snake friend. Um, and then, like I said, there was other practitioners. And in 1850, Rosalie, who was another Creole woman, had a life-size wooden doll that said to have been imported from Africa, covered in beads and articulate carvings. And people started to fear her and respect her. And she did this to try to, like, dethrone Marie Laveau to be like, I'm now the voodoo queen. So And she did it. Marie Laveau took down or did something with this statue this giant wooden statue it was life-size um and then she took her to court rosalie took her to court it was like give me back my property. destruction of property yeah. and marie somehow convinced them to permanently have it taken down and then in 1975 she announced at a ritual that she would be retiring um she technically retired i think she mostly just like wasn't leading rituals or doing any of that stuff she was just Mm -hmm. like helping poor and the sick and still helping people on death row get off so like she was a real philanthropist that's a really hard word to say um and then in 1881 she died and then there was a huge thing her obituary was like paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs long i will post pictures of it and post it on there i'm not going to read it all because that would take me a long time but and her death was in many newspapers and they're like she was a beautiful woman she did great things some feared her sometimes she was i think scary. people just have uh, people fear the things that they don't understand yeah so. exactly or things that can be used against them too because like 
let's say or just to think that a person has that much power yeah exactly. like a lot you of people I mean? did fear her and that's why a lot of them didn't like try to step on her toes because good people <laughs> believed in her abilities and believed if she had the ability to heal people the yeah. opposite was probably yeah true, and well so... and it was like they said that she in the obituary or in her obituary it said that she got sick and like the right like her husband died in like 1954 i think or 55 when they like a year when they stopped trading slaves and um it says that she got sick shortly after that but then she lived for another like 40 years like she they're like she's like oh she got sick also this is just the time that people around this time die 40 years old 50 years old like Mm -hmm. this is the end of our time and she's like i'm gonna live another 40 years so i'm 80 slash 90 who knows how old she was she was sick and she was elderly but that just made her not lead as many things yeah that's why anytime anyone's like i don't believe in that stuff and i was like she knew something she knew something like you don't live that old in that kind of time just, well, and it, you've got to think that the community around her does might not specifically see what's happening as far as the rituals are going, but the outcomes of them. Yeah. They're probably seeing that. Well, no, and, I think in part of fear, people would be like, ooh, what did you have to do to make that happen? Like, also, they should, people did see her live, outlive so many people that they're like, like, she outlived 50, no, math. I don't know. She probably outlived 13 almost. of her kids. Well, that, and also, if she's almost double the lifespan, there's probably people that, like, lived a full generation with her being alive. Well, and, like, people were having kids young and getting married young, so, like, there's probably multiple generations in her lifespan. Exactly. And, like, all the legends being passed down throughout her life, and, like, by the time she died, I'm sure there was crazy stories about her. Exactly. Things probably got a little bit exaggerated one way or the other with her like again like the rituals and like oh she's cutting off people's arms yeah i don't even i don't even know if that was on there but like usually i think that's just people trying to like literally like so against it just like literally like they know they're making that up you know what i mean i had a really hard time finding like the bad quote-unquote bad ritual things that she would Mm do there just wasn't much they were probably not able to be cooperated yeah well apparently most of this wasn't but like the amount of documentation of all of this stuff they recently found that they owned slaves in like 2006 okay so like that was so, a recent discovery of her and her technical husband things keep popping up slowly yeah. over time yeah and like you can still go to her house and it's like a museum actually is either a museum where you can stay in it it's one of the two and then they have like a whole voodoo museum that's like obviously half dedicated to her because she's like the voodoo she queen. was such a big figure yeah I would Especially love to go see area. it. Would be interesting. We'll have to plan all of the field trips. Yep, field trips everywhere. All right, Josh. So, I will be kind of quick, and I'll introduce something that I'm probably going to give information on and different stories on throughout a couple of the podcasts. Um, there is a series by uh david politis he's an author and he created a series called missing 411 and it's surrounding people that have gone missing in national parks just around Mm. the united states and little things where like kids will go missing for little periods of time or like days or weeks that are very very young and will be found places that they have that's almost impossible for them to have traveled like it would be almost impossible for a full-grown adult to go that far and different little stories like that so i'm going to uh, give me un moment and we can cut this part out but i'm going to uh (laughs) have you heard of this rachel no oh you haven't okay well i've heard of it just like national parks are just like a big no-no (laughs) <laughs> well i know that but only because of the gabby petito yeah. thing that but it's she just was like found. a weird she like a coincidence yeah. almost. there's like many people that straight up just like disappear but they found a lot of people while looking for her too yeah i'm sure a lot of them probably exactly and there's a lot of um things as well like there was a map that was posted somewhat recently that just showed like missing persons cases and um that like have gone missing and have never been found and it's very like in line with the cave systems in the united states Mm. and on one hand people can explain that with like 
oh, like, there's caves, it's easy to get lost in, like, these cave systems. But, um, even so... I feel like, like there could also be weird people living in them. Exactly. There's either weird people living in them, there's weird creatures, weird creatures living in them, something along those lines where... Because I feel like... On one-off scenarios, there might be some people that, like, get lost in the woods and go super deep in a cave and get lost. But for the but most part... after that part, happens enough, yeah, you're going to think that people are going to be aware of that. Exactly. And I feel like for the most part, like, if somebody did find a cave, like, they would stay near the entrance of it rather than... I wouldn't go deep inside a cave. Exactly. No. I, I wouldn't either. Like, I know there's... I know, like, Kylo would. <laughs> You know, one in four people might be crazy <laughs> enough to walk in there, but I can't imagine a... Uh, I can't imagine many. <laughs> a large amount of them. I will just... Like, are people wandering into these caves without lights or with lights? Um, It's people that get lost in the woods, and so it's whatever they brought with them, whether they were, like, So usually they have lights. Or, oh. I would assume that it would be people that have lights, or at least are marginally prepared to be out in the woods. Yeah. But, um... It's also a lot of people that go missing, go missing from, like, very populated, like, well-defined trails, and so the odds like, of... Like, they there would be missing? people around. <laughs> exactly, like, what, and some of these, which... Like, um, almost like, what's taking them off the trail if they're leaving the trail, if that's how they're going missing, you know what I mean? Like, something's leading them away, because, like, there's also, story, like, from Venezuelan stories of, like, people all doing that. And it's, like, what is making them go off the trail? Exactly. And it's, like, whether or not they see Because they have their the mindset or... to be on that trail. Yeah. And most people, especially if you're not, like, even experienced hikers usually don't go off trails that much, right? Exactly. Okay. And while experienced hikers, I think, are the people that are the least likely to go fully off trail yeah. because there's just so many they may go a couple miles but that's they know thing. what well, happens what can miles. happen like they might go set up camp a little bit off okay. of the trail but well obviously no i don't hike it's a trail for a reason it's a trail for a reason a couple yeah. of miles in like on like marked woods <laughs> is like a death sentence because as much as like the united states is like populated yeah there's and, a like, like a lot of the midwest more west part, there's so much it? of it untouched by humans exactly and there's uh, traffic and life parts <laughs> of like the bigger national forests that people have never like stepped foot in yeah just because it's right. that like forested and that difficult to navigate around that some people will and some people will like decide to go off trail or might get like lost off trail but a lot of times it's very hard to find your way back from that and if you go a mile or two into the wilderness, it's very hard to find your way back. And if you pass away, it's very hard to be recovered. Yeah, this, this is how, exactly. like, Hills Have Eyes movies are created. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to read a story. This is something that was written by um, a search and rescue officer that is just... They're search and rescue officers for the National Forest, um are specifically like their job is to find people that have gone off trail or especially like kids kids wander around a lot and so yeah I don't it's think I'd bring like a kid. exactly if like a parent brings a kid with them and just like i mean no, nothing to those them, parents like, but i would be like that's a lot of responsibility <laughs> i'm a very paranoid person and so i feel like in general if your kid is like relatively good about following yeah. you i would yeah. don't think that would be a yeah problem, it's but... like how it's play by ear with what child exactly. you have <laughs> i have a kid and i i have a kid and i would definitely i'm sorry i'd have to get a leash <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> like one of those big seriously <laughs> but um so the first story i'm going to read here is it is one of them um so the first story was about a little boy who was very picking with his parents um he and his sisters were together and both of them went missing around the same time their parents lost sight of them. Um, the parents said that it was only for a few seconds, and so it was probably just like they walked on ahead or something. And in that time, both of the kids um, had wandered off. When the parents couldn't find them, they called the search and rescue office pretty quickly, and um, they were able to respond pretty quickly to go in the area to look for them. They found the daughter almost right away, and um, when they were kind of like questioning her, like, oh, where did your brother go? Her response was that he'd been taken away by the bear man. 
and um, Bigfoot. <laughs> she, yeah, <laughs> Bigfoot or something along those lines. But she said he gave her berries and told her to stay quiet, and so it was like communicating in English. And so, whether it's a person or whatever, but um, and that he just wanted to play with her brother for a while. And the last she saw of her brother, he was riding on the shoulders of the so-called bear man and seemed perfectly fine and content with being there. Um, and that was the last time that, or that was the last that he saw her. And so the first thought of the search and rescue officers is this was an abduction. Like somebody came and like took the kid like a human being did. Yeah. But they never found traces of another human being in the area. Nothing like footprints or like broken branches in the area or like any other vehicles. Like nothing that would lead them to believe that there was an actual person. And, um, Present or taking somebody. The little girl was also like very insistent that it wasn't a normal man, but he was tall and covered in hair like a bear, and that he had a weird face. Yeah, it's like Bigfoot. Chewbacca like Bigfoot, yeah, something along those lines. I wish Chewbacca. Of... I wish there would be like Chewbacca. Chewbacca. <laughs> it was actually Chewbacca. But um, they ended up having to search that area for weeks, and it was like one of the longest calls that they had ever been on, and they never found a single trace of the kid. And um, to this day, like, never yeah. found anything. Just, he disappeared yeah. into the... You kind of almost wonder, though, if it was, like, in today's day and age with all the technology. If, like, like because they did find Gabby Petito so fast. Mm -hmm. And like, all things considering. Yeah, and it is, like... When was this? This um, was years ago. There wasn't a timeline on it, but it was over the course of his... Uh, over the course of his work. This was posted back in 2015 and so probably like the early 2000s maybe late yeah. 90s yeah because um which back then family family hiking trips i think were a lot more popular back then yeah i mean it was just something to do yeah i would say when we, we were young we went camping all the time i mean in michigan but mm -hmm. like exactly and i think michigan is more known for that and especially because we have so many like lakes yeah. and stuff here people like to go around camping but it was a very popular thing to do back in the day um and, and his so kids wouldn't know exactly that was <laughs> the first story that he um had shared and then another one that i'll read for today is um there was a young woman who was out hiking with her mom and her grandfather and according to the mother um, her daughter just climbed the tree to, like, get a better view of the forest and, like, just kind of look around yeah. and kids being kids. I would let a kid like, climb a tree. Exactly. We used, to climb, we, used to, we used to climb trees and hang on them for hours to try and scare our sister when she was coming home from a party. So when I say for <laughs> hours, I mean for hours. Just hide up and yeah. just scream. And, like, midnight was still up in the tree. <laughs> just chilling. We didn't have a lot of Do you remember that? Back then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um... And so both the mother and the grandpa, like, watched the kid climb the tree, and they never saw her again. Oh, that is there even more was, like, weird. one of the things where it's... That's almost like it's something that can fly or something. Super, like, like ominous. Like, one of the uh, other things with all of that is, like, something that can traverse around. And one of the other stories that um, I don't have a lot of detail <laughs> on, and I can go into more detail in the future, but... There was a um, two-year-old, like, very, very small child that um, went missing and was found almost um, 20 miles away from where he was, like, two days later with no injuries, it nothing was fine. to his like, everything was fine. Dang. And um, when they found him, the only way that they could get to him was by going through, like, this swamp area. Like, it was the only... Like, it, they were searching. They didn't know that they were going yeah. towards him. But the only way that they, like, made it through there was through a swamp yeah. area. The only and... way to his location. Like, exactly. you had to go to that swamp. And you had to go over two fences. Oh. And fences are... I don't know. Like, how old was the kid? Two. Yeah. I, I don't think a two-year-old can <laughs> climb a normal fence. I think normal two-year-olds couldn't climb a fence. Exactly. And so they... And with, like, nothing being damaged, his clothes weren't ripped at all. Yeah, that's and true. even for, like, the human being, without, like, carrying yeah. a child, it was difficult to traverse. I would hurt myself as and, an adult. And that's, like, even, like, a professional was saying that it was, like, difficult to traverse, and so they have no <clears throat> idea how he goes from point A to point B, 
even with like if somebody was carrying him or whatever like there was yeah. no it's greater, it was just one place and then the other there, like is it like a theory that it's like aliens I think that there is like theories that like aliens will abduct people and then I drop feel like... them off in the vague area that yeah. they picked up from yeah well cause like I'm like also like a kid going like I don't know how much of a distance it was I don't know offhand. So either. like, miles. just like almost like tran like um, what is it called? When you're like transporting teleportation, teleportation, or <laughs> almost like teleporting. But you're like, oh, um, like you're like, how do people do that? And most people are just like aliens, or the exactly. government, but... or the government, <laughs> yeah. or government. One or the other. <laughs> other things along those lines. Um, my personal view on like that kind of stuff is there's a lot of stuff that in a lot of species that we discover just like in our oceans and in like forested areas that don't get a lot of traction and there's probably a lot of things that we don't know yeah. about that can exist well, in that forest and so it... maybe there's like a fly oh, yeah. and bigfoot things that don't want to be seen exactly. yeah and that's like the same kind of concept as the aliens like almost like the aliens don't want to be known if there is any mm -hmm. and i'm sure like a lot of these species are like in some way intelligent like i feel like we're pretty a different we're way pretty out there for intelligence feel, but i feel like like we think we're the most intelligent thing in existence and yeah, we make sure a lot of we make <laughs> a lot of our decisions on how other things exist and like oh if based it off existed, our level we would have already found it yeah. based on our level of intelligence and what our like motivations are yeah as well. like we're like, holding ours to the highest exactly. and it's like what if we're not though Exactly, and, like, there's, like, things where it's, like, oh, with, there would be, like, concrete evidence at this point, and, like, as technology goes and, like, makes things easier to, like, see other... And like, it's really hard to map out caves, too. Like, mapping the surface area is I pretty easy, especially with today's technology, but caves, like, that's a pretty, like, I feel like the quickest way would be, like, sound waves, and I don't think we're quite up to that. And they do, like, things, I think it's, like, seismic, where they, like, well... A seismic wave sound? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, it's just, like, when they do things through the Earth. Like, I know, like, something that we really can't do on Earth as well, but that's how they mapped a lot of the moon, was they put, they, like, had whatever drones um, put, like, seismic sensors down. And when they did the manned mission to the moon they made it so one of the rockets would be pushed off into this area where they had a lot of sensors and so it would like impact the moon a lot and that's how we got a lot of that information and mapping but that makes sense we can't just go set off explosions in the middle yeah. of the woods to explore things because yeah. we also like when like a lot of the national forests there's so many like um what are those plates called tectonic tectonic plates that mm -hmm. like if you do set up an explosion who's to say that's not going to cause a giant volcanic eruption or, or something yeah. and so it's just hard to mess with and <laughs> yeah it's like the moon, fuck it. Exactly. Earth, we live here. We should set. We should have some second thoughts. That's why I'm really afraid of what they're gonna do to Mars. But oh, you think they're gonna blow up Mars? Yeah, no. You think if Mars blows up, it's gonna f like change how we are around the sun? Because so, I do. And you want to know why? Because I feel like the solar system would have to be a lot like an ecosystem almost. Yeah. That's it, what my thoughts. But it wouldn't, like, if they blew up the moon, or the moon, if they blew up Mars today, we wouldn't feel the effects of it for, like, a lot of Not in our lifetimes, years. yeah. Because we are, Mars is, um, I believe one planet closer to the sun than we are, or one planet further away. Either I, way, it's, it's... I do, I hate space. <laughs> know nothing about space. Astrology, okay, space, nothing. But either way, um, the gravitational pull that, like, Mars has on yeah, us is that's what I was thinking. Strong. Like, each planet has their own gravitational mm. pull that, like, it would kind of set all of them off their trails exactly. a little bit. I think the thing that, like, I just very recently saw a video on this, and so I know a little bit of, like, halfway knowledge. But I think for the most part, there's a very low chance that something will happen. But, like, with us being knocked off of the orbit around the sun just because of how much more of an influence the sun is yeah. on us than Mars is. Like, um, maybe we'd we would be have closer. to worry about, um, 
impacts yeah. of like their moons would go off on their Ooh, own orbits and that would be scary pieces of mars itself if it yeah. were to happen but i just know i and i, I don't think they would wrong. blow up mars for those reasons well, alone they wouldn't blow it up but they will i know that when they were looking at like terraforming and creating an ecosystem one of the very and i'm pretty sure it was disproven almost immediately but something that like musk tweeted out like um was to create the um like atmosphere by launching nukes at two points on the um on the planet because it could help like create the atmosphere um like by creating magnetic poles almost like weathering points. it yeah but like taking it would it take it away from the sun because i feel like part of the re if it's the one that's closer who, like we don't know let's say mars is the one that's closer if not we seem real stupid mm -hmm. but um because mars is the one that's hotter right i believe mars is so the one that's closer. so like you'd have to move it away from the sun because even if we like even if like we could take our ecosystem and put <clears> it on <throat> mars i don't think it would last and that's it um like we're in a good area yeah but I, it's prime just, real estate yeah exactly but it's whether or not a lot of the reason that like we are okay is because of the way that the our atmosphere will filter out like a lot of the harmful radiation yeah. from the isn't sun isn't that how we get like aurora uh the northern lights mm -hmm. aurora, yeah, from, or, um, i don't know how to say just it. like radiation interacting aurora borealis yep. yep and so um a lot of that, I have no idea what would happen. I don't think people know what would happen, like even scientists. Yeah. We know very little about like, it hasn't interactions yet. in space <laughs> yeah. and like what to do. Well, like to touch on that, like uh, it's wild to me that they're like, let's move Mars, whatever their plan was with that, instead of like, so we're trying to move to Mars, whatever, space exploration for whatever reason, when we don't know, like we don't know... We've not been to all the places in the ocean. We haven't been mm. to all the places in these caves. Like, we're just skipping those steps. Uh, yeah, and I think the main thing is, like, population on Earth yeah. is, like, not going to a good place. Again, yeah. It's probably... going down recently, though, because a lot of people in our generation are like, we don't need no to have 13. Children. We don't need to have 15 kids exactly. in hopes that four survive. But, um, yeah, it's not going up nearly as fast. And there are some countries where they're actually, like, a negative... Yeah, China's, like, in a negative for, like, the first time in forever. Mm -hmm. And so... I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. I'm not positive. It was yeah. either China or Japan. Yeah, um, one of the bigger populated countries. Yeah, and <laughs> so, like, it was us basically trying to speed run to, like, quickly make somewhere hab habitable for us. Habitable? Habitable. Um, but there's just... We don't have any technology that can even bring people to Mars. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, instead of doing all of that... Can I say something? Yeah. Of course. Jump in whenever. I don't think we're ever going to have the ability to do I that. I think we will. Not in our lifetimes. Not in our children's lifetimes. Well, isn't that... But isn't, like, that's what they're trying to do right now? Is they're, like... I think it's going to cost, like, $75,000 or something like that to take, like, a spaceship to space for, like, 30 seconds and come back. Mm. And, like, I think that we're starting to do more, like, manned, like, um, they're tr starting to make it easier for people to go into space. Yeah, that's like, even that's what... that, it's only, like, I think 70 miles, like, when Bezos did his yeah. rocket launch. Yeah, but also, like, the carbon footprint of that. <laughs> is gonna be crazy, It's like, but... we're the two winning people, global warming, let's start putting people into space. See, so hold on. That's almost contradicting. <laughs> What do you mean? Oh, no, they're going no. into space because if our planet's, like, dying. Yeah. Yeah, it's like we're killing our planet. To, yeah. We're just doing it faster to try to find yeah. somewhere for us to yeah. go. Exactly. Like, it, once this place goes to shit. It's not carbon footprint, but it's, like, the amount of pollution that goes into, like, the atmosphere and everything is mostly just from the amount of production that we have. And, yeah. Like, how we create electricity and all of that stuff. Yeah, which that has like, to change. But, like, that. most of that is, like, Jeff Bezos. He's part of the problem either way, whether he's going into space or not. But, like, he's like, let's start to explore space, and, like, maybe we can, like, live in space because this planet is, like, dying. Mm -hmm. But also, like, okay, you think that. Why don't you change how your stuff is running? It's because... Why don't you be proactive where yeah. you're actually so at? Many a lot of people, a lot of things would have to change. And no one trusts And part of it's us, too. Well, Like, we're I, the consumers. Consumer carbon footprint is very low. But also, 
every consumer is the only reason that places like Amazon, like, we're not holding them accountable for all of that stuff, you know what I mean? Exactly, and so. it's just, like, little things. No, because we're working for it's them. A vicious cycle. <laughs> vicious cycle, and also, so many things would have to change, and so many people would have to agree to it. You'd have to get a lot of people on the same exactly. page. Exactly, and everyone's like, well, no one's going to be on the same page, yeah. so I will... No one's going to be take the first step where not a lot of people, like a majority, won't change because people will take the first step and then we'll make changes, but it won't do anything because everyone needs to make the yeah. change for it to actually go yeah. down. Like, a if, lot of like everyone ha pretty much have to boycott Amazon for them to change, like, their carbon footprint, pretty exactly. much. Exactly. And no one's going to do that because it's so easy to get your stuff. Yeah, and it's just... Some scientists think that we're already past, like, the point of no return and that nothing we yeah. can do will change things. And either way, changes can extend how long it takes, but people think, like, we're on a downhill spiral either way. Yeah. But, um, it's just, we have, people are inherently, like, this probably won't affect us in our life. Yeah. So, like, global warming will most likely And that's why a lot of people also lifetime. are just like, meh. Exactly. It will be more of an impact on, like, our children and maybe not our children, but, like, our grandchildren. Or maybe, lifetime. like, hundreds of thousands of years is a possibility. Exactly. Too. I believe that we have reached our time, and so we can definitely wrap up here. Thank you, Rachel, yes, for being a last-minute yes, addition for us. Thank you for having me. Yes. Of course, of course. Um, and Sorry for being so unprepared. It's okay. I also... Um, Send us emails. We're, one day would love to do a listener's tale. Um, the weird and suspicious at gmail.com. The weird and suspicious is the whole name for Instagram. And then you can follow Rachel if you want or if she wants. She can if say If you her. would like to plug any of your socials, you can feel put your uh, Instagram in. Oh, Rachel.rumsey.9. Yep, there we go. Perfect. So. Well, Spar thank you again. Spelled and R A C H A E L. Yeah, there's an Perfect. A E L, not regular racial. All right, and then that is the weird and suspicious. Thank you, and we'll talk to you guys next week.